Listener Production. Well, Han, this is our remembering project. Yep, where a random day of the year is selected and we look up the run sheets from all our shows from across the years to find any we did on that day. Over 20 years, that's about 2,500 shows and roughly 26,000 talk breaks. Today, we pick one. One talk break only and try to remember what happened based on what was written down on the run sheet from that day. As always, we've got podcast Mike with us here for any technical stuff. Hello. Mike, what date was randomly chosen today? No date, special episode. Ooh. <laughs> this is Hamish and Andy's Remembering Project. Hame. No date, special episode. Special episode. Special episode of the Remembering Project today because I found... As I was cleaning out my study at home, our old cassettes. No, no, no. From SinFM, the Unity stu- Radio. Student Youth Network, the first time we're ever on radio together. Jeez. Um, technically, I mean, the whole, the, the, the way this came about was I was working at the Village Bell Hotel in St Kilda, the pub. You were. And we were trying to work out how we could possibly get on the radio. And so you, in between some. I remember the beer being quite well priced there. Very well priced for friends. I remember <laughs> enjoying coming to visit you and enjoy, and going, mm. oh, mm. for such a cheap beer, this actually tastes pretty good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> tastes exactly the same, actually. Actually tastes like a Carlton Draft. <laughs> yeah. How does he get it? How, d- <laughs> how does he get how it to they, taste the same but taste nothing? But the, it costs nothing. How does the publican get it across the bar for no money and still make a profit? But I guess yeah. he did. Yeah. Well, I viewed you, and maybe I was ahead of time, I viewed you as an influence. <laughs> yes. I thought you being in the bar would definitely attract more people Absolutely. in. Absolutely, and, and word would spread. Word would spread. What's so, this fizzy amber fluid we see this cool young man drinking? Yes. I'd, I'll try a cup of that. <laughs> so, well, What does he pay for it? He drinks them for free, but for you, sir, it's three eighty. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm willing to part with that. <laughs> weirdly, two bucks. Two dollar pots, were they? Well, we we had two dollars. We had dollar pots for a special, but when I was serving them at price, it was two dollars thirty for a pot of beer when I was serving them back in those days. Jeez, I don't know how many shillings that is, but that was that was the days, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, those were the days. So we weren't ripping off the owner that much. No, and, but it was nice of the owner mm. without even having to say it in as many words mm. to give you the authority to chop and choose who you exactly. saw as an influencer. Very cool of him to that never reference cool. it. And I didn't have to reference it back to him. And either. it was this cool unspoken deal that as soon as you walked in, what was his name? Barlow. Yeah, as soon as you walked in, you could see, okay, Barlow's the kind of guy that doesn't even need to say, Mm. give your mates some free beers because that's great for business. And you're the kind of employee that doesn't even need to acknowledge it hasn't been said. And and I think all the time that saved. And it was good of you, Mm. out of respect to Barlow, to when he walked into the room, pay for a drink. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. As a sort of a, a, a nostalgic joke. <laughs> to, to go, look at, and he got the joke. He got the, he got the joke. <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah, just, was, it was just, three, just three people on the same page. <laughs> Nothing needs to be said. <laughs> so That's it was right. We would we would sit at the village bell and plot and plot. Well, basically, just be like, well, we want to do this. Is remember? So we're talking. What are we talking? Two thousand and two. Two thousand two. Two thousand and two. So it's like 
the internet obviously exists, mm. but uh, you know, this is Hotmail was big news back then. Obviously, the guy, no social media, no Facebook, no don't know anything. So a guy that worked there had said, "Hey, you should check out the Sin Sin FM yeah, community, community radio." And I was like, "That'd be fun, fun." And you said, "Well, I've got a mate called Rye that we used to muck around doing doing some fun He's comedy stuff." Funny. So I, I reckon we should involve him. And I said, "This is weird." I said, "Well, I've got a mate called Whipper." Yeah, wow, wow. That maybe we should get him involved. And this one cassette tape. Was Whip part of this show? Whip was on the entire show. It was you, me, Ryan and Whipper. Now, I don't recall Do Whipper being, I, I remember him being a guest maybe at times, but he's in part of this entire show. I remember vaguely Whipper being somewhat around and involved. I thought he came in twice. Maybe it was just twice, but... Maybe it was just... Because also, we had no idea what we are doing. It was just like, hey, anyone jump on. Like, let's just try and get flying hours. Yes. Fitzy and Whipper. And, we should point out Whipper. Oh, Whipper for, now. Fitzy and Whipper, Whipper. Sydney Breakfast icons mm. on radio and yep. been there for many years. Um, Whipper, Celebrity Apprentice. Yes. It's in Whipper one season, I think, of 20 to 1. Possibly did two. Don't know if... <laughs> was it two, Das? Yeah, possibly. Yeah. <laughs> um, so certainly no stranger to mm. fame and fortune. Mm. But do you know what else was around at the time? In Melbourne, and, and this would have this appeared in other radio markets around the country, was a popular format on Triple M was The Cage. Yes. And so it was... It was you didn't have a breakfast show of just some people you knew... The idea was more just here's a bunch of people. Yes. And you don't even need to know who they are. Yeah. They're just in the cage. It was yeah. like the thing we've trapped them in is the famous thing. Yes. The th- we want you to know the show by the by the the vessel they live in, the which, cage. Which was which was And it doesn't matter what animals are in there. Yeah. It's just the cage. And sometimes and- there was five in the cage, sometimes <laughs> there was seven. It doesn't matter. Yeah. You're not coming to the zoo for the animals. Mm. You're coming because of the quality of the cage. James Brayshaw was in the cage. James Brayshaw was a cage member. Bridget yeah. Duclos. Um, Pete Smith, Burner. Pete Burner. There was a lot of people rotating throughout the cage. Now, there were pros and cons for having a cage-like <laughs> system for <laughs> a radio network. <laughs> the pro is, this is the big one. You, they, no one can get more famous than the show. Yes. So you can rotate. If you don't like a performer, yeah. you can shift them away. You go, hey, no, but this is, people love me on this show. No, they don't. They love the system you're trapped in. Yes. The cage. <laughs> and they so, love your containment yeah. system. So the, the you con did, is you did have to end up having to pay five or six on air talent opposed to just two. That's it. But you never had a Kyle and Jackie O situation where they're like, hey, we could leave and destroy you. Yeah, you can't. It'd be like, yeah, we keep we own the cage. Yeah. <laughs> you just exactly. come in and out of the door. Yeah. Occasionally we open the door, you're allowed out. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> we you... might remove you and lock the door. You can't come back in. We had 25 other lemurs that would love to be in the cage. Yeah. So Lemo might have been in the Le- cage. Lemo could have been. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's Anthony Lehman. Yeah, Lehman's and Lehman. So, so the reason I mentioned the cage yes. is because I think that would have been us just being like, we would listen to the cage mm. and we would go, and this might have been our idea of being like, oh, just get Whipper in. Like, it doesn't, you don't, yeah. the show doesn't have to be about people. It's mm. just a general um, gathering of whoever's around. What are your memories of our first ever community radio shows? Mine was we trammed down from Melbourne University because it was at a different university. Yep. And we'd do one kind of meeting before it. We'd go to the pub, yep. Yeah, go to the pub. And often we, one of yep. us would say, I've read the odd spot. It was kind of a paper. race to the odds <laughs> in the paper. And really so I want to read that out and pretend oh. that that's and I've got the jokes. And there it. was also a free newspaper at the time on trains and trams the called MX. MX. Mm. And didn't it it had its own little thing? It had multiple kind of odds body type things. That was a boom. That was a boom. So you can um, read because that. Because honestly, this is the very first time where 
you know, this is how you get into radio or you get into this sort of thing. You go, hey, we're pretty funny. Mm. I like being funny. Mm. We have fun together. Mm. Wouldn't it be fun to do it on on air and we could spread that fun? Yep, yep. that's good. Um, oh, what a dream would it be if all day we could just be having fun. Yes. Sick that. That's good. That's a good intention. And it's not until you are walking in the building mm. that you go, but hang on, mm. what are we going to be funny about? <laughs> what are we going to say? Yes. And then the other person will be like, just funny things. And you'll be like, yeah, that's what I was thinking. But if you thought more about <laughs> what they will be, yeah. what will they be, the things we talk about? And you're like, just what's going on? Mm. And then you go, yeah, but what is that? <laughs> and then you start to go, oh, no. What am I going to yeah. talk about? Yeah. Oh, my God, I've got to talk about something. Yep. Then you literally sit there and you go, what do people talk about? Yep. And then you, that's when the penny drops. That's when the penny drops. You're like, you actually need to have something to say if you're going to ask people to listen. And then we just had, we're like, the only thing we can think of that, that wouldn't be arrogant to talk, like that wouldn't be just self-centered to talk about. No one cares about us talking about current news. Mm. No one cares about our personal lives because at that time you're like, well, no one knows who you are. Yeah. I guess it's odd spots. Yeah. Odd That's spots. fun and factoids. Yep. Tidbits. What, That's uh, fun. It's always nice to hear a tidbit. What's odd spots? Oh, sorry. In the age. Oh, was, there, it would be like, oh, a man, you know, left his entire fortune to his donkey and uh, now it's the richest animal in America with, you know, $71 million. Yeah, it was on, on the front, front page, page. Us of the Age, which saw a Sydney oh. Morning Herald equivalent. It's um, a true story. It was just, always, a, yeah. it, was a, oh. it was an odd Thing. spot <laughs> <laughs> of news. Yeah. And then... Then you would hear, if you're lucky enough to tune into CNFM, you'd hear us. Two twenty-one year olds then teeing up three minutes of witty observations about what that donkey might do with yeah, the money. money. Yeah. Uh, if other animals were jealous of the money. Yep. Yeah, I mean, the list goes yeah, on. Anyway, the list like, goes on of the comedy that would open up from there. Aim, I was pressing the buttons for us, and all songs were played off CD. I, and they were our own music too. And our own music. I remember you played Air, the French, <laughs> the, the French so, soft lounge electronic yeah. act, Air, every show. Yeah. You loved, loved Air. Air. And I loved Air. I loved, <laughs> you got me into Air. Yeah. But it's, it's like absolutely the music that you put on at two in the morning to wind things down. <laughs> <laughs> and the other thing, Am, is between you, me, and Ryan. Oh, yeah. What a mix. We would have. Odd spot comedy in Air. <laughs> <laughs> we would have such different music tastes mm. that if you were tuning in to try and get some kind of level of entertainment, it was bouncing so far around. And then you get a knock on the door from the station manager there, Matt Pitts, saying, hey, we have to support one oh, band. Oh, that's right. That's Aussie university. music as well. Oh, yeah. no, university music. University like and indie so music. You'd end up playing something really out there. Um, but we we would like try and do a lot of Aussie music. John Butler definitely got a, a hell of a run. I know, and I actually remember thinking this is like the the arrogance of like being twenty one or whatever in the studio. You think you're helping them. They're like, if we bump into John Butler's order, we're like, yeah, mate, we've been spinning your music. <laughs> <laughs> we've been just just letting you know, mate, yep. fighting the good fight, getting the word out. Have you noticed a few more people at, at Byron? Like, yeah. up, do you go into your gigs? <laughs> so I said to Marshy, Marshy, there's no run sheets for this. Of course not. We didn't have producers, there's no run sheet. So Marshy's the guy that puts these uh, bits together for us. I said, pick out what you want. Pick out two bits. He said, well, there was three bits. He goes... There was kind of a story from Hamish. There's a story from you, Andy. Jesus. And there's one from Whipper, but I don't think the one from Whipper's worth listening to because he didn't really put any effort into it and there's no real direction it was going. 
Can we hear that one? <laughs> <laughs> Please. I know you'd want to hear that. And, and uh, I, I said, um, nah, let's just leave the Whipper one. I reckon this was almost one of the first day I met Whipper because you were yeah. like, I know this guy and because we met by the Yarra. Mm. But, like, we'd park at a secret park near the – there's, like, boat sheds along there that, yeah. like, private schools use for rowing. And there was a few unregulated parks and yeah. that was kind of the best free parking in the city. So, remember, we met down on the Yarra and he had a toolbox with him. He's yeah. like, this is my way. I was like, what do, you, what do you do? And he was like, he introduced himself as a handyman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, what we're going to hear is I said, I want the start of a show. Okay. Oh, so geez. we are about to hear the start of a show. Yeah. Well, you got to start somewhere. And then I said, um, and then pick out another one. But let's let's. This is the start of what I think we called cruise control. Yeah. Which is the name of the show? No, we're going great. with the cage theory. Get a good strong <laughs> brand. Oh, we're doing that we to can... ourselves though. We should have been the ones calling ourselves Hamish Andy yeah. to get the name out there. Yeah. We've we've sided with management. Yes. And build up cruise control. Cruise control. <laughs> cruise control. Cruise control. Tell you what, when the air when you kicked into French band air. Yeah. Boy, did we cruise at 12 k's an hour. <laughs> Here we go. No date, year 2002. Yes, and a very good afternoon. You're on Cruise Control 90.7 Sin FM. I'm here with Michael Whipley. Whipper. How are you, Andy? Very, very well. And yourself? Ryan Shelton, yes, I'm good too, thanks. And boy, do we have an average show for you today. Uh, I'm average for today. Yes, I'm subpar though. I feel up to it. (laughs) We're going to go live to Where's Big Mud now for this Indian exam. So we're going to cancel that. We've got a brand new segment for you. Catch up with all the World Cup fever. Uh, And amongst other things, all that in the next hour on Cruise Control. Not the best rating show in Melbourne. Largely due to statistical errors. But the second best. (laughs) Welcome to Hamish Blake. Hamish! Just entered. Uh, Here he is. He's from his exam, ladies and gents out there. Hey, welcome everyone. <laughs> I just like to know I started that applause, but I'm pretty good blokes. You took it up quite quickly there. Yeah. I've just come from an exam, as I'm sure everybody knows, and all wishing me the best. Not uh, sure if everyone knows. Appreciate but... the wishes, and but they might have fallen on deaf ears because I think I performed quite badly in this exam. <laughs> Um, needless to say, I had to ring in a few of the old tricks, such as writing after pens down and <laughs> elaborate cheating <laughs> during the Nothing wrong with that. No, here's the thing, though. I rely, Andy and I have a very similar study pattern, whereas mm-hmm. we attend, we selectively attend, it's selective attendance, Yes. or some people call it null attendance, yeah. uh, <laughs> but then I really rely on the more, I procrastinate and procrastinate and procrastinate on the 15 minutes in the car park before the exam, during yep. reading time. To learn my stuff. Yes. You I skip reading time. Reading time. Well, time, time, I exactly. think. Yeah. I'm not an idiot. I can't just go into a digital systems exam like this morning and do it off the top of my head. I need to 15 <laughs> minutes of learning yeah. to reproduce that semester's work. You can't push it the last minute. It's crazy. Okay, so here, here's the deal. I'm in my car, the pony, uh, as the gents in the booth know, and yeah. as probably not many of the listeners know, I mm. have a car. What are you doing now? Uh, I'm on my way to the exam and the pony decided to, well, play up a little bit. Mm, I Bork. Break down. Yeah. yeah, just really getting in the exam spirit. Hey, off. Hamish. Yeah, big morning, huh? You like, we just Let's just mix it up a bit and I'll break down. <laughs> uh, and what happened is my car... Hamish's car is similar to Herbie. It talks to him. <laughs> it does, actually. It's got a little computer that says OK, which is a big lie because it's never OK. It's always breaking down. Uh, the... The car decided it overheats a fair bit, and that's all right. I can deal mm. with that. If it wants to run hot, then let it run hot. Yeah. But uh, it 
Did I overheat the brakes? And they swelled up to such a point that in, when you press on the brakes, normally they go onto the wheel, then you take your foot off and they come back off the wheel. I get it, yeah. Spring-loaded. Uh, well, I'm doing a lot of hand actions, but I think everyone gets the, the idea. They Just like that. come That's across on radio I'll, that well. I see the swelling. Yeah. The diagram you bought in the <laughs> Projector. The, uh, but today they overheated so much that they just swelled up and pressed against the brakes. So when you took your foot off the brakes, the car still stopped. The car's not going to go anywhere. Did so you go just, with rice, rest, ice... Circular, I don't know compression yeah. compression elevation yeah enhancement of <laughs> breaking down the and so I just had to sit the car I just had to turn it off and let it have a bit of a cool really? like just cooling a pie on a windowsill I was having fun <laughs> didn't have to be anywhere except my exam which was worth 80% of my mark <laughs> so I was just kicking back it was a one lane uh, kind of thing kind of roads everyone behind me is hey Hamish how you going oh sorry about your car the, although I could read that in their eyes their <laughs> mouth was saying <laughs> A lot of expletives and why'd you break down here? And I just had done you about didn't mean it. <laughs> Planet would have broken down at home if I could have, or in a petrol station, or never. Uh, so at the end of the story, at the end of the line, the car got better. Its brakes cooled down enough for me to limp to the exam. Um, the pie was cool. Pie was cool. People were questioning that. What's that pie doing? I don't know. The um, but I've had to take now. The my car has a few things that it's just not able to do that other cars can. Uh, it can't go over a hundred. Work, and I know, yeah. <laughs> on a bad on. on a bad day, it won't activate, <laughs> which is other cars can. I've had to really. I'm starting to notice I'm taking a lot of things out of its repertoire now. It can't drive in traffic because the stop start makes its brakes overheat. <laughs> it can't. St it's getting to the point where if I'm standing on a long, flat piece <laughs> of gently downward sloping road, and you're at the other end, Andy, and I want to get to you and it's about 18 degrees celsius it's just been serviced there's a cool wind blowing and the gods are with me i could probably start the car and drive down to you you mess with any of those factors put start putting curves in the road start raising the heat a little bit gone. introduce one other car as traffic not a chance we just let's just jog incidentally hamish you're selling an audi uh cd i prefer not to mention the uh the brand name mate call uh 992537 she's a great car runs perfectly yeah she's top cruise control I mean, it's, it's your first time on radio. Yeah. You're having a go at telling a great story. It's a great story. You're racing through it. You're, and I'm trying to be as supportive as possible. Yep. <laughs> but I'm, We didn't leave a lot of room for Whipper, did we? No. I mean, even hearing Ryan's, that. Yeah, Ryan's, 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 Ryan's there as well. Yeah, Ryan, Ryan. who doesn't even get a microphone. <laughs> Maybe we're going. rotating people. I don't know. Cage. Your cage. We had a sub cage. We had a pen that you'd sit in. <laughs> It's funny, isn't it? Because yeah. I can hear and, I mean, it's funny. I've often looked, you think back to those early days and, be, and and I don't really have an answer when people go, well, you you guys started as like, you wasn't Hamish and Andy always. Like, mm. why did it happen? And I can even hear it there. Like, I'm just talking to you. And I'm just talking back to you. <laughs> it was like pretty rough for the other guys in the room. I think we just. That was the thing I noticed the most is you and I are in sync talking with each other, finishing each other's sentence. What you, it's like on The Bachelor. It's, you know, I referenced Sam Wood's um, season of The Bachelor. You could tell him and Snez were in love from the moment they set eyes on each other. Then you had to go through the whole season with him <laughs> pretending. <laughs> it's a little bit Sam and Snez. Well, We've heard one of your stories. It's only fair to hear one of mine that's Marshy put it. So, um, Mark, you give a nod to the sponsors. I will. Yeah. If they're still willing to be associated with this quality of radio. Thanks, Mike. All right, you're nervous, Anna, because we're about to hear your story. Uh, it's going to be worse, I reckon. If we were going back to coach this show now, feel like, okay, oh, yeah. look, guys, we've we've now, you know, hi, we're Hamish and Andy. Don't worry about the time travel stuff, but we've been 
you know, we've had a right, we've been in the industry for a while. I think, I mean, as people that are doing their very first show, because you've got to start somewhere. You can't, you don't want to create a, a culture of like, don't have a go. No. And, you know, we're like, we're so young. I think we're like 21 mm. here. So I think you'd go, so young to how I feel now, but you'd, I think you go, look, guys, story selection, great. Yeah. You know, talk about something that is relevant to you. Mm-hmm. Probably rushing. You're rushing quite a bit. <laughs> yeah. but I don't I, think you're confident in any of your points. And I, do you know what? I definitely wouldn't have written any down. I would have gone, I know the gist of this. Yes. I only know that because then I did that for the rest of my career. Yes. You're like, I know the gist of this story and I'll, it'll, I'll be, it'll reveal itself <laughs> <laughs> as, I, as I tell it. But I, the nervous, I can just even the red light going red and us being on air, I was just so nervous every time it start when it started because, like, we are broadcast. You were putting yourselves out there for this, and you can't. It took ages to get to the point where I don't really care. Oh, and you also are so used to in real life, to, and and doing stand up, which I was doing at the time too, to go like, if you get a laugh, that's funny. Yeah. If you don't, it, you've missed something. Yeah. And that's not how it happens on radio. You obviously aren't getting laughs the whole time. You have to kind of learn to go. Um, I'm confident in what I'm saying. Yes. Is connecting. Like yep. you don't have to just keep rushing. Right. <laughs> until you get like people falling off their chairs laughing. Yeah. So that's, and that's the thing, but that's why you, so that's like a whole new world. Yeah. It would have been, this would have been, yeah, that's early, early days. Early, early days. I remember that, funnily enough, I this I remember that digital systems and microprocessors exam. Well, the, the car also is a big part of our lives. Huge part of our lives. We then, did, yeah, we did a road trip, made a comedy show about it. You and I did a comedy festival show off the back of that. And it kind of was like the template for every travel show <laughs> we ever did then afterwards. Yeah. But the, yeah, I failed, I failed digital systems and microprocessors. I got a 46. Oh. Because yeah, uh, yeah. I remember I, I went to argue. I'd heard that if you get close enough to 50. You can argue. Yeah, we got told that. Yeah, I tried to well. argue and that was where I learned that, gee, you need a good argument. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my argument was. I would have liked. My, argue, my argument was you'd have <laughs> to agree enough. I'm pretty close. And they're like, yeah, but that's why we have the rule of yeah. 50. We draw a line there. Yeah. All oh, right. I just heard that if you, <laughs> if you, you really wanted it. Wanted it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's have a listen back to what I was up to. Uh, one thing Marshy pointed out about this is that apparently there was a renovation going on in the studio next door or like a shop next door at the university. I don't remember this, but he said it's quite obvious that <laughs> this building there's building going construction on. Construction going. Remember, there, what, the whole uni was being rebuilt, remember? Right. And you'd walk out and you'd be in scaffolding. Right. And I, because I remember that because mm. remember I used, they used, often had a sausage sizzle. Yes. And there was like a quadrangle outside of this part of the university and, and the day we did our show was always the day they had the sausage sizzle on <laughs> and I loved getting a sausage after the show mm. and then they were closed for months while they were renovating. <laughs> I still remember the disappointment that these renovations shut the quadrangle, therefore no sausage and bread for home. Well, what it seems like is they were down tills looking for their own sausages, the workers, when you told your story about the car. And Marshy says that I think they're back you working. Hear some construction. You might be able to hear some construction. Just awesome. <laughs> Just awesome. Good on anyone that ever listened. <laughs> to this show. If anyone ever did. Yeah. Like if someone's out there that listened for mm-hmm. more than a minute, considering the options you had of how to spend a minute of your life, <laughs> thank you. Yeah. If, if you did. There's no evidence anyone ever did, but if you did, that just blows my mind. Here we go. No date, year 2002. Welcome Woo-hoo! back. You're on cruise control. Wow. 90.7. Uh, that times. was uh, 
Ooh la la, the wise guys there. And before that, we had Smooth Criminal by Michael Jackson. Now we've got Andy Lee talking about work-related incidents. <laughs> and the um, third person. We'll just sit back. <laughs> Wait for you to take Gentlemen, you are familiar with my work, but next door there's a Thai restaurant, and we're trying to establish a relationship with uh, this, this guy uh, whose name is Dez. Um, so we can get the discount, obviously. So mm. Wednesday, mm. it's Green Curry Wednesday. Can I just say something? Certainly, mate. I think I'd like to go and establish a relationship with the carpenters next door. <laughs> I don't care what the relationship is, just as long as I end up with the hammer afterwards. <laughs> I'm not going to hit him. I just think it would be good for the radio show if they weren't banging on the wall. <laughs> just want to contribute. Yeah. Well, on Wednesdays down at my... Keeping the beat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> my work, we have Green Curry Wednesdays. All right. Where, whereby we order a green curry mm -hmm. uh, on a Wednesday. So Hang it's on. not very... Yep, no, that checks out. <laughs> yeah, that's good. But, um, and so I'm in there. I got called up by my uh, workmate, Paul, to go in and uh, establish the relationship. Bit of gags going down. I've gone in. I've gone, yeah, Les, how you doing? Green curry Wednesdays. <laughs> Les Aroo. Yeah. You know, gone back The Les Minator. And I've gone, no, green curries are looking real. <laughs> Bad nickname. <laughs> I go, Paul, the green curry's looking really good. I think I really hit it off with Les. And he said, ba -ba sorry, come again. Yeah. And I said, Les? <laughs> and he went, it's Des. And I thought, oh, no. <laughs> D, good D for Des, D for discount. L for <laughs> Les, L for losing the discount, I think. <laughs> Which was a real problem for me. And I... Paul thought I've ruined it forever, and I thought I've got to establish this. I've got to establish this relationship back. Yeah. Um, I can't let this slide. I've got to go back in, back in, and, and work it out. So I got out the um, my work letterhead, and wrote a letter to him. And, and here's how it went, guys. Okay. Uh, there we go. Um, so, where's dear, that paper? Dear Des, I'd like to apologise for my speech impediment. Yep. Sometimes I get D, D's mixed up with L's. Let me give you an example. Hi, Les. How's it going? <laughs> Quote, Andy Lee, 12th of June, 2002. Yeah, nice. I'm sure you can see past this speech impediment. I'd like you not to tell people because it's close to my heart. Dove Andy. Oh, there I go again. <laughs> Seems to be a writing impediment too. Yeah. So, um... <laughs> yeah. No, well, we're back from Les so far. Well, we'll, we'll stay tuned. Uh, mm. Wednesday's only two days away. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, I've just come from an exam, so I'm in maths mode. Yeah. <laughs> Dears, if you're times. listening, call in 9925-3711, and we can have a talk about it, mate. I'd like to patch things up. Anyone and can call, si really. Yeah, similar to callers who look, people look like sporting equipment. 9927-3711. That's right. No, it's not. No, no, it doesn't matter. 9925 It'll just throw all those callers off because yeah. we get a lot. <laughs> For the real callers, 9925-3711. Ah, perfect. Thank you very well much, Hamish. You're on cruise control. <laughs> what a lot to unpack there. So many flurries. First of all, just barreling through the story, which was great. We're really good. Good story. Fine. I mean, forming a, an alliance with, with Les Odez. Just the banging is so funny that we reference it once and go. But I think it's because it's like we were only allowed in once every two weeks. Yeah. Or like yeah. this was our time to do radio. Yes. We weren't going to. And you're only allowed six-week lots. That's right. So, so we had one, we had one a weekly show for six weeks yes. and then you wouldn't get one. For the next, till the next year, I think. It, it was, was the so, next six or 12 weeks. It was a long wait. Yeah. So it was like we don't get many chances to talk. <laughs> and I think we have to play two or three songs in a row too. So... If there's a carpet, if there's someone's building a house next door, we we must keep going. Yes, and <laughs> good on you because you're like I'm going to get the flying hours I in. Am I don't care if I'm flying in a storm. I'm getting the hours in. I've written a funny letter that I need to read out. <laughs> I don't care how much banging is going on. <laughs> and then right at the end, I don't think that was a joke. I, where we went, if do you look like sporting equipment? Yeah, the phone topic of do you look like? <laughs> 
considering we never got any calls anyway. I don't think we would have even tried that on a national radio show where you have millions of people listening. I feel like percentage-wise, I don't think we'd get two or three calls out of it. <laughs> certainly not getting it. Certainly not getting it. On a on a community radio station that has a broadcasting range of about 30 kilometres outside the Melbourne CBD, while the, everyone's turned as, off minutes ago too because they're sick of the banging. As an afterthought. <laughs> with, with the wrong number twice. <laughs> That is really good remembering.